Welcome to Heart Matter, a podcast about purpose and connection. I am Tina Hensi. I'm an Akashic Records practitioner, medium, and your host. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi, welcome, Alex. Um, you go by Alexander Creek. I know. Um, I'm so used to calling you Alex because <laughs> you're my friend. But um, so welcome to Heart Matter. I started doing this and I got the idea. And um, you are the first one that inspired me to do this because <laughs> you're just, first of all, so good at talking. But I was on your podcast and I was on, gosh, I think I was on your radio show with Tracy Wallace back in 2013. Yeah. I want to say like 2013. 2013. And um, that was a long time ago when I first initiated all my stuff that I was doing and in mainly mediumship. So I was in mediumship is when I was talking to the other side, I was talking to loved ones that transitioned and um, you guys had numerology show. So that was really cool. You've been doing this a long time. So just Yeah, I'd like you to introduce yourself. Um, what do you what do you do? And yeah. Um, okay, well, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, I I like that we've like come a long way and like just becoming friends since yeah. it's like because that was on Blog Talk Radio, like oh that's in like the annals of the internet. Like I just like so, but I'm just like, yeah, we were like uh we were like basically podcasting like a long time ago. So, but yeah, uh, I'm Alex, um, Alexander Creek. Uh, I'm an astrologer and um, intuitive um, guide, essentially, which is basically another word for like psychic, essentially, but without, I technically can do mediumship. Um, it's just not my like most polished skill set. So I, I usually, if I'm doing like a psychic reading, it's more like spirit guides and like kind of what's going on in your life right now, what's coming up, guidance in all those areas. Um, and I'm an astrologer too. So, um, which is like the, a lot more like left brain analytical, like, okay, Saturn's a two degree screen your moon. So I feel like it could be like a drain on your finances, but I feel like this coming up, like that's my favorite kind of astrology is like some predictive stuff and just kind of helping people kind of get situated on where they are in like the cycles of the universe at the moment, how to work with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so, um, I've been doing this. I've been doing stuff in this field basically since professionally, quote unquote, since like 2015 is when I started like, okay, I'm going to charge. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I've been uh, kicking around for a while and, um, you know, I am always like doing TikToks and making TikTok videos and, um, you know, various things. I mean, I'm generally on the internet talking somewhere yeah. <laughs> about, <laughs> about like stars and spirit guides and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but I'm really happy to be here to be here me too I know and I would say like okay this is my second episode and um the first episode I I was so nervous and so uptight like I just I was so looking forward to our session together because (laughs) I feel like I could just relax and be myself like I I just (laughs) there so well you know and um I just feel just so happy that you're here with me and um I really I want to talk about your videos that you post on um, Instagram and TikTok about astrology. And like you, you normally do like the full moon and the new moon and like any kind of weird energy coming up. And um, I wanted to talk about that because I always refer people and like, they're like, I'm feeling really weird. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is exactly (laughs) what's going on according to Alex, you know? And, um, and so they're like, who's Alexander? And I was like, oh gosh, let me just forge you the video. That'll make it easier. And what I like about the videos that you're posting is that they're quick, they're, yeah. they're easy to listen to, and they're super informative. Like, and one of the things I like about you is that um, I'm going to totally like blow you up today because I, <laughs> I love you so much, but of course I don't want to make you uncomfortable, but I, I do, um, I do love that you, you have an ability to talk to people and in a way that they totally like I really understand what you're saying so um yeah yeah so you so which ones do you what's actually let's just talk about what's going on right now do you want to talk about that okay like the energy and yeah um well March uh March is a huge month this year um astrologically because we have so many big shifts happening Um, and 
um, you know, actually the first one I'll mention is, um, so are you aware of like the huge banking crisis with that like Silicon Valley bank that just happened? I've heard, yes, I've heard a little bit about it. I need to read up on it, but yeah. So there was, I forget. uh, Okay, so Pluto, the planet, so Pluto is this planet of like death and rebirth and it destroys and it rebuilds. It's about transformation and it also tends up to bring, it also tends to bring up like the seedy underbelly of things and expose things. Um, and it's been, it was in Capricorn. I can't talk this morning. I'm like, I probably should have had like a cup of coffee, but like we're, we're going for it. So, um, Pluto first entered Capricorn in 2008 and Capricorn, Pluto in Capricorn has been a lot about, um, kind of see the underbelly of like big business and like um, Pluto tends to um, create extremes. So we've really seen a, a greater wealth disparity and, um, um, you know, among like that 1%, which is very Capricorn energy, which is Pluto and Capricorn specifically, like oh. big business, corporations, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, when Pluto first entered 2008, we had a big financial crisis essentially. And as it's leaving Capricorn, it's dipping into Aquarius. Um, I think on March 23rd, if I remember correctly, March 23rd or March 24th. And so as it goes into Aquarius, it's going to be there for three months. And then it'll finish up in Capricorn. And then uh, in 2024, it'll enter Aquarius for about the next 20 years. So as it kind of leaves Capricorn this year for a little bit, we have this huge kind of this huge bank failing, essentially, which is very like, Pluto changing signs from Capricorn to Aquarius. And so that, you know, just by itself um, is kind of one evidence of kind of what shifts Pluto can bring. But um, I think as far as like the big kind of collective unconscious and like we're really going into a new age with Pluto changing signs and Pluto going into, into Aquarius, you know, one of those things is technology things. is like mm-hmm. huge technology things. We're kind of seeing, I think, previews of it with like all this stuff about AI and all this kind of stuff, but Aquarius also represents like a collective of people coming together. So um, I think, you know, like working together and I also feel like nations may be like forming new alliances or organizations or something. And it's a really big transit. So there's a lot that's going to happen, I think in the next 20 years, but that is kind of in the ether now. Um, and we also have Saturn changing signs uh, this month too. It already happened. Um, Saturn was in Capricorn, or excuse me, was in Aquarius for the past two and a half years. Saturn is the planet of like structure, order, stability, and uh, like limitations, like um, working hard towards something, authority and mastery. Mm-hmm. And um, Saturn and Aquarius, I mean, that really kind of hit like a right around um, it was between Capricorn and Aquarius in 2020 when we had the pandemic first happening. And um, Saturn and Aquarius, because again, Aquarius is a sign that's very much about society, like our you know collective and working together. So it's like Saturn is like the law and authority. So it's like, how do we organize this? How do we like, um, how do we organize society in a way? And like, not everyone agreed with everything, but it was like, the other thing with that is, um, Saturn traditionally in ancient astrology rules the sign of Aquarius. So more of these, um, you know, kind of harsher Saturnian traits are present in Capricorn and Aquarius, meaning its ability to limit, to sort of control, to bring order is enhanced, which can be a good thing and a bad thing. Um, So, you know, we're kind of like, you know, so living under all those restrictions essentially is a very Saturn thing. Um, it was also the Saturn return of the internet, by the way, too, when Saturn went Aquarius. <laughs> so, um, it went into Pisces in March and it'll be there for about another two and a half to three years. Can't remember the exact dates, but, um, it's a much different energy. So, um, you know, if you're feeling, if you're listening to this now in March and you're like, what's things happening in the cosmos and the universe, um, it's kind of when 2023 really gets going. It's wow. a much essentially so you know um in your chart so saturn would be changing houses um or like it'll be going into a new life area with the the system of astrology that i use so you can maybe start to feel 
some gradual life topics kind of begin to shift depending on where Saturn is in your chart. Because for you, I think Saturn went into your 10th house of career and you're like starting a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you're working toward achievement and goals and, yeah. and that kind of thing. So for yeah. me, it's, it's what's, up, what's up? No, I said, wow, that's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, I was like, yeah, that's, that's kind of right on the nose a little bit. So Anyway, I can keep talking if you want. No, I love it. No, I love that. I love all of that. Um, you're, you know, I've had astrology readings before from people. Um, now I don't, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I always go to you because, um, honestly, I've never had anything so on point and, and the, the way that you explain it is so point on point. I, I always find like a few astrologers that I've been to, to have my chart read. It's almost like a very vague they, yeah. they just kind of touch the surface where you've just like, I feel like you do it with everything is like, you just dive in like, <laughs> and you're just like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Like you're going to go in. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. You just go all in. And I love that about you. Cause I'm the same way. <laughs> like, yeah. So I, yeah, you're right about the whole Saturn thing going to my 10th house and career. I do the podcast. I'm, I just signed up for this like gigantic show for like all my art and um, it's, it's local and in person. So there's going to be over a thousand people coming in and I'm just, I'm preparing, I'm getting ready. And I'm like, why am I doing, I'm like, I'm like all into this like career right now. I'm just, you know, it's time. And um, I just noticed like, you know, it's so funny. I got a reading uh, a year, do you call it a year ahead reading or is it a year, yeah. like a yeah. year ahead reading? Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, through astrology and you also are very knowledgeable in numerology, which is like, I call you my mentor because every time I have a question, I'm always going to you. And I, I still am learning about that. And, um, yeah. I'm not very, I'm not very good at astrology, but I'm very interested <laughs> in getting readings. <laughs> so, oh, that's why I have you. So, so yeah, so my husband and, um, and I both got a reading for the year ahead. I got him one for Christmas and then I got his um, sister uh, a reading for Christmas too. So one thing that came up in, you probably don't remember this in both of our, my husband and I's reading is that in around end of February, March-ish, we're like, just be careful, look at the house, make sure there's no leaks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um. Well, sure enough, we got a leak. Oh, seriously? Oh, no. <laughs> it's like a leak. Yeah, from some something from upstairs coming from to oh downstairs. No kidding. Takes a bath. And it's like, okay. And it's an old house, you know, but I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, it's so funny. I, my, Luke doesn't, he wouldn't go out and get a reading by himself, but he yeah. sort of like hinted around like, yeah how does he do the reading? Is it on the phone or is it on the, and I'm like, I'm going to get you one for Christmas. So, yeah. I got, so I got him one for Christmas and he really enjoyed it. And afterwards, I mean, you know him, he's, he's like a manly man. Like he's very, yeah. like, he doesn't, and he's, he is spiritual in his own way, but he was like, could not wait for me to get him. He's like, did you get the reading from Alex? I, I gotta, I'm going to listen to it while I'm at the gym. Like, yeah, sure. I thought that was so cute. I was like, cause I, um, it's, I, I love when I, I get to read for like straight guys sometimes because um yeah. like when you like 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 I haven't I don't have that right I don't have that I don't have that many but when I do it's like they're like hanging on my every word and like mm -hmm. it's nice it's like validating to like especially afterward you know to hear things that um kind of manifest or you know how it how it all resonates too you know so yeah it definitely always feels good yeah, it feels good. And you know, you're, you're, I mean, I feel like with your sessions, they're almost like you're grabbing from, yeah, it's an astrology reading, but you're grabbing from all the tools that you have. And you've been trained in so many different things. Like you're trained in Akashic records, you're trained in psychic development, and you're trained in, uh, you know, astrology and numerology. And so it's all kind of like mixing together and you're getting all this like juicy salad mix. Like, like <laughs> yeah. Stuff. yeah. Oh and I love that so much. And, um, that's like, so that's, what's so cool about getting some, you know, finding someone who's just seasoned and who's learned like, oh yeah, that doesn't work for me. And this is what work, you know, and, and then changing it up sometimes. I feel like that's important, right? Like, yeah, when I feel like I still have so much more to learn too, especially in astrology, cause it's like a thousands of thousands of years old, of like all these different traditions and like you know, I'll go on Twitter and I'm like, oh my God, these other astrologers are like, so like, like, just I'm like, how do they know all these techniques, you know? So um, <laughs> because I can't wait to, 
I just, I also just think that's something that you're never, you're never going to learn everything there is to know, because it's like, the more you know, the more realize that you don't know, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. kind of wanted to like debunk some stuff. If you, do you want to, do you want to, yeah. oh, oh yeah, sure. let's do it. Because yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I feel like there's a lot that I've learned from you that I'm like, oh, and I see people posting stuff and I'm like, oh, don't post that. Oh, don't post that. <laughs> sure. like, like, a, like one of the main myths, I think of astrology or horoscopes is reading your sun sign, right? Like, and the yeah. so sun sign is like the day you were born, right? That's what, right. like me, I'm a Pisces. That's what my sun sign is. You're a Taurus. And, um, right. but can you go into that a little bit? Like, yeah. So, um, like when you're, when you're reading or like when you're watching or reading like a, a good horoscope, like, um, it's really designed for your rising sign. That's how they're written. Um, because when you look at your, like at your, at your chart, you're going to see this wheel, right? So in each one is kind of, it's kind of sliced up into these sort of 12 little slices of pie. And that first slice of pie is your ascendant or your rising sign. And that, you know, that determines a lot about your personality, your appearance, your approach to life, your personal energy, um, your physical body even. And, um, um, so horoscopes are written for your ascendant because, um, when astrologers are doing a horoscope, like for the month ahead, they're like, okay, so Saturn went into Pisces. So for Scorpio rising, Saturn is now in your fifth house. So people are like, okay, Scorpio sun. And I'm like, no, read it for the rising sign. It's going to be more accurate. You know, oh. it's like, I, I do think, you know, like, because the universe is mysterious, sometimes they'll hit because it's like, you know, when you see like a collective tarot reading or something, it's like, oh my God, that was like meant for me, you know, something like that. But um, astrologically, it's going to tend to be more accurate for your rising sign. Um, and you find your rising sign through your birthday and your time you were born, right? Yeah, and so yeah, you need your, yeah, you need, cause it changes about every two hours. So you'll okay. need your exact birth time, um, and location. Um, okay. and, um, you know, that's usually found in your birth certificate. Sometimes not, not everybody has that privilege of having that exact birth time, you know? So, um, in that case, like if you don't have, a correct birth time. Sometimes, sometimes you can get your chart rectified by, you know, a, a, so like an astrologer will take your like major events in your life and kind of narrow, like reverse engineer your chart and narrow down your birth time. I don't know how to do that. I'm not, I'm not qualified in that department. Uh, but um, definitely, you know, uh, it is, it is a privilege, I think, to have an accurate verified birth time. Yeah. You know? And what, what is your rising sign? Uh, Scorpio. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh. You're like Luke. Luke so, yes. so my husband and I, yeah. yeah so he's a Scorpio rising. Mm -hmm. I'm a Gemini rising. Yeah. Totally. What does Gemini rising say about like what? Okay. So uh, Gemini rising and, and it's going to a lot depend. So you want to look at your rising and then the planet that rules that sign. So for mm -hmm. you, Gemini rising, right? So you know, it tends to be Gemini's curious. It's curious about everything. And oh. it tends to be, you know, and it's like the sign of communication. And it's like, you know, like you were saying to me yesterday, I was like, yeah, I, I often work out problems by talking them out loud to someone in my head. And I didn't realize my daughter was in my car and she's like, mommy, why are you talking to yourself? And I'm like, that's a Gemini thing. That's a Gemini rising thing. So, you know, it's like this, like, you know, it tends to be curious, intellectual, very communicative, very in its own head. And also yeah. interesting. And a couple things at once because Gemini is a sign of multiples, right? Yeah. And then you're ruled by Mercury and Pisces. Oh. So because Mercury rules Gemini. So then you want to sort of that's my big thing with I think astrologers always have like a big thing that they really hone in on in a mm -hmm. chart. And for me, it's the the rising sign and ruling planet, because your ruling planet, you know, if you have an ass, like if you have a a planet transits, you know, like um let's say you're Mercury in your chart, right? Mm -hmm. If you open an astrology book, it's going to say, okay, so when Saturn is conjunct your Mercury, you're really deepening your concentration at this time. You're really working on like some sort of communications project or something like that, or, you know, communications project are delayed, but because Mercury describes you, it rules your first house of self and appearance and personal energy and, what, and whatever house and whatever other house it rules for you. It's, going to be different because it's going to be like, okay, you could be working on your physical body at this time. And I think Mercury rules your, I think Mercury rules your fourth house of home and family. So it'd have to do with like home and family things for you as well. Oh. So that's why 
that's why you want to deepen your knowledge or just go to an astrologer because that's where those more exact kind of precise, um, you know, observations can come from. So okay. anyway. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And uh, like everyone talks about Mercury and retrograde, but Mercury rules communication, right? Or yep. what is okay, gotcha. And so that's why we always say, oh, Mercury's in retrograde. Yeah. It's not always yeah. a bad thing, right? Like I like no, that. no, I like it. I think you have Mercury retrograde in your chart too. So like it's like it's not that you don't feel the annoying effects because Mercury retrograde can definitely be irritating. Um, with just like because I noticed, you know, just like it, it does affect technology. So like um there's there's more hiccups so it is a little more annoying but i have mercury retrograde in my chart too and it's just my more natural state of being is to like be more internal mm. always be in my head and working things out before i'm sort of speaking. yeah so. would, it, would it be because i was born during a mercury in retrograde yes yeah oh, okay judah was too my my judah oh interesting don't mind me waiting five hours for my epidural or anything, but still. Oh my God, I'm serious. <laughs> I was like, in retrograde. Why did they come back three times? Like somebody needed it more than you. And I was like, all right. Oh, no, oh no. And I was like, all right. <laughs> you know, there's one, one anesthesiologist. I was like, oh, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> five uh, hours later, I'm like, okay. he wasn't born for like another day though. I was like, oh geez. Yeah. <laughs> He just didn't come out. He didn't want to come out. He's like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so gosh, that's like all such good information. Um, is there anything else that you want to like just debunk? Like say like people are. I mean, you know, I, I mean, it's so in my numerology, like I have a lot oh, yeah. of seven energy and oh. seven is mystical, but also the skeptic. And that is like me to the T. <laughs> I'm just like. Oh my gosh. Um, of just like, um, and maybe because I've been like, it's weird feeling like kind of a veteran now, like, you know, like I'm like, oh, I have, it's cause you know, cause I've just been kind of poking around in spirituality field for yeah, like seriously since 2012. Um, so it's over 10 years, you know? So, um, uh, I used to get excited about everything and now I'm like, hmm, let me just like double check my sources on that. Or like, okay, this person is saying like, oh, like all of your past lives are like this. I'm like, are they really? Like, you know, like, I'm just yeah. like, I just, I'm leading more into, I think my seven energy as I, as I, as I get older, I'm just like, let me find evidence to back that up or like, you yeah, know, that's which cool. makes sense too, because my seven is my maturity number. So oh. and that's, that's the number that you kind of lean into as you, as you get oh. older. So, um, and I've just, and that doesn't really even hit till you like, your forties. So I probably will just be more cranky as I get older, you know? So yeah. it's so funny. I, I always feel like we're like around the same age, but I feel like you're, you're so wise that it just like our age doesn't matter. And like, I just don't even think of you as like, I younger, I'm like, Oh, you haven't hit 40. When you said that, I was like, Oh God, I'm almost, I like just turned 45. I'm like, Whoa, I'm like middle-aged now. But in the, in my mind, I'm still like younger. It's, you it's feel like it though. Like you don't yeah. like, so funny also, but also 40 45 is not what it used to be either for the yeah. most you know so true yeah. I um I loved like I love like our little talks that we have like when we discover like things and I feel like we may have discovered together when we were talking that one time about maybe being in the holocaust together mm -hmm. at least around the same time and um it's interesting like I I talk about this all the time when I'm talking to somebody else who is really intuitive yeah our energy sort of like enhanced. And once we are, you know, especially you and I being in the records together and everything, just how our abilities just go boom, like yeah. everything is, it's just like, it flows so much easier and um, how emotional we can get, you know, about, Oh God, we may have been like brother and sister in a past life. And That's what I, yeah, it was, that was such a weird, cause it sounds insane to say out loud, like, yeah. like okay, you know, but um, yeah, cause we'll, so like for anyone listening, like, Sometimes we'll, you know, um, uh, connect to the records, which is, um, you actually did that. You show, you really kind of led the way for me to do that, by the way, like, oh. um, because I remember you did your Akashic records training and I remember you, like, cause you always did intuitive psychic readings, but the, the Akashic records really took them up another level. Like I just, I was like, I was like, cause I remember like you first did one for me and I was like, this is the shit. Like <laughs> I did this <laughs> Because it just it just goes to this deeper soul level, and yeah. obviously it does connect to other lifetimes, and yeah. 
And then I did my own, uh, it was through Anna Sace. Um, and I did her Akashic Records training and I, I, I took the tools that I learned there. I kind of did it a different way. I was like, I'm gonna do it like Tina. Cause I don't, cause that training, it was like, I think more beginner level. So like they would have you like DAOs oh. like, okay. Like, is this person from this like world or like, what is their, what is their role in between lifetimes? And you would um, use a pendulum to determine that. And I was like, well, I'm already clairvoyant. So I think I'm just going to go in and just see. Yeah. So I'm, um, that's just how, I, that's because I was like, I think Tina doesn't like this. So I kind of was just like, I'm just going to go in like that. And um, so that's, I just kind of, I, by default now, all my intuitive readings are Akashic readings. Cool. Uh, so yeah, so we, a couple months ago, I think it was like maybe like six months ago, we're like, oh, let's get together and just like trade oh. readings. And we're like, what if we just have both of our records open at once? <laughs> and that's, and that's, that, that, that's what you're talking about was there was just, I forgot what we were talking about, but at some point it was like, uh, I think, cause we were both, I don't know why we got on the subject, but uh, I can't remember. I can't remember either, but it was just this like soul recognition of like, I think that we were both that we both have a lifetime together in that. Yeah. Uh, that felt like, you know, yeah. that, you know, so, and it, it just, I remember it hit my heart. <laughs> yeah, me too. And you know, the th funny thing is it's like it, that that's exactly what happens in the records. Like when you're, when, when you're talking about something and you're really moved and you're feeling that emotion of like that time and space, that's more than likely that's what exactly what happened is that you were there and, you know, and um, a lot of times people, I don't know if you have this experience, but during my readings, sometimes people will say, God, I don't know why I'm so emotional about something. I, I don't even know why I'm feeling like this. I'm like, because this is part of your soul. And it's like, that carries on, even though you have a different body, that yeah. energy is still energy and it's still cell, like cellular memory. I don't know if we want to call yeah. it that, but soul retrieval memory, maybe I don't. Well, that's, I, uh, I did um, now and then I'll do like mini readings I'll do like email acoustic mini readings and yeah. you know it always takes you forever to get, to get through them all but like <laughs> I remember it was actually a friend that I hadn't talked to I've ordered one and I was like okay I'll, I'll do a reading for you and then I was getting just you know with the Akashic readings it's like sometimes it's like I'll get information about like, like your soul what's going on right now and that's kind of it and sometimes it's like they'll go they'll the guides will like my guides will like go in <laughs> they're like because I remember just getting this lifetime for this person where it was like, I just felt like there was so much trauma in childbirth, like in this one particular lifetime. And I just felt like there's a lot of loss around childbirth. And, and I remember like, I just was like, I was talking to her about this and I was like, I feel like there's like a fear in this lifetime or something about, oh, yeah. about and she said like, even though I had, you know, no idea how much this resonated with me because I always felt like I would not be able to come to term for no, in this lifetime, I just had this fear and like, you know, now that I have my kids, it's just totally different, but I'm like, yeah, I just, it's just, that's stuff that come from the records. It's yes. like, like yeah. unexplained things that you're afraid of or phobias yeah. that you're afraid of. And you don't know why you're afraid of them. Yes. Because maybe because that person's never given birth or maybe because, you know, and, yeah. and I, I know, like, I mean, it comes up for me all the time for clients as, yeah. as, as far as like childbirth or not being able to have kids or what. And it's like, once we clear that cord of fear and ex acknowledge that that person is maybe they lost their whole family in, in another life and they're deadly afraid of losing their family in this life. And it's like, well, actually that's not going to happen now because I see what happened. Everybody went off cliff and you're not that's, that's that you guys are different. Every, you guys decided to come back together. That's, you know, just an, an example of one of the readings I get, I've given. And, um, it's not, it's so explainable and it's, it's so weird. Like you said, when we say it out loud, but when we're in the records, everything makes sense because it's an all space and time dimensions and yeah. everything that's happened is happening, going to happen. Maybe, you know, um, accessing yeah. that quantum field and, uh, it's just yeah and also what comes through is just to come through like when you're connecting to the records like yes. I'm like if this sounds insane but usually usually the more insane something sounds and the more specific it is the more it's going to hit <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I know I agree too and and like just really like you know and I think you can resonate with this is like over the years just trusting what you're hearing or seeing or feeling is that's yeah. what you're supposed to say and just saying it and that's when like more information comes and um you don't know what it means and 
at first I used to feel silly and I used to, I used to have roommates and I'd say, I got, I haven't done a reading in like a week. Can, can I just really pr- quick practice on you? I've got this client and they're like, yeah, sure. Of course they're like, yeah, sure. You know, <laughs> totally, totally. I, was like, I was like, okay. And they're like, uh, yeah, you got this. You're fine. But you know, your ego is like, almost like, can I still do this? Cause you know, and then you get in and you're like, oh, I got still it. Feel I'm good. Time. Yeah, me too. Yeah. In a while, like sometimes I'll like call my mom and I'm like, can you just, I could like give you a reading right now for like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's just, wow. and I was like, okay, thank God. Cause it's like, I, it's like the muscle, it's yeah. like the psychic muscle. Sometimes it's so, it's like, you can't see it. So and I'm so earth. I have a lot of earth energy in my chart. So I'm like, Ugh. And then, but then oh. when I get, Oh yeah, this feels great. I'm, I'm back in the driver's seat, you know? That's so cool. But it's so funny because I don't have any earth earth signs I don't think in my chart and I still feel like like, oh my god but it's it's like you know and some people um I'll have friends you know you have intuitive friends and stuff like that and then and they'll ask me like am I ever going to be able to do what you do like can I and I'm like listen I've been doing this every day on a daily basis for it's like going to the gym yeah I'm going to go to the gym and lift 250 pounds of weight and then on the first day you have to like kind of build and that's like your, I don't know, psychic muscle or, you know, mm-hmm. right. I mean, can't you relate to that? Those people are always like, Oh, why can't I do? Well, you can, if you want, but some people are just naturally um, gifted, like hereditary. And I want to talk about that too, because your yeah. mom is also, she's gifted. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So your mom and um I'd I would i would like to meet your mom someday. I don't know you should. <laughs> I just uh, I watched her podcast and listened to it um when you had her on yours and yeah. yeah she's she seems like a great lady. Yeah. <laughs> a really good psychic, like and uh it's not something that well it was interesting because like growing up like and I I uh, like I was like wanted to be psychic or intuitive and connected and like like a really strong desire from a very early age and like that's also a sign by the way of like like, I just I think if it's like if you have a really strong desire from an early age interested in this stuff no reason you should probably be doing it on some level even if it's just personal right like I'm like okay go take it because for me it was like okay I need to go take a class or a workshop or something because I'm so mental like I'm a very mental intuitive that I just needed some tools to kind of focus visualizations and like you know, just be have, give myself permission just to try was basically the first step. And then, um, so I ended up like, I, I never really had any experiences that I remembered growing up where I was like, oh my God, like, you know, angel at the foot of my bed or anything like that. Yeah. And I remember just like, I found this psychic development class online and I signed up for like a year long program. <laughs> and um, it was pretty, it was pretty clear to me, like by the time we actually got time to practicing, it was like, I think I have some natural ability at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I started teaching a couple of years later to psychic yep. development. And then my, my mom was in my class. She's like, I'm taking it for free. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so like I birthed you. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then, and then, you know, we're, we're really similar. And so, um, cool. she was also natural dad too. And then she really picked up tarot along the way and became a really good tarot reader. And I'm not, a, I'm not a great tarot reader, but she's just like, and she's spent a long time, also a couple of years, because she's a special ed teacher, teaches full time. And then she like does like a, like a psychic website, like part time, because she doesn't want to like be an Instagram, like for any client. She's like, I just want to log on and like have people call me, you know? So she's really fast, she's really, really fast, where she's like, I'm feeling this and this and this, and there's something coming up in your relationships. And I'm just like, God, like, I'm, I'm not that quick. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, I need a second, you know? So, um, yeah, it's, it's funny that it's, it's kind of just runs in the family, but I remember growing up, like, I remember like being kind of little and like her friend died and, um, she said she, she was just like standing in the kitchen and she just felt their spirit so vividly behind them that it scared the shit out of her. Like it just was terrifying, you know? Uh And then, so I, I, it must run in her family on some level, you know? Yeah. Um, I think so. My dad had it too. And I think my mom has a little bit of that too. Um, it's hard to tell when you don't really access that part 
of your life. I mean, you're busy doing things, but yeah. it, intuitively, I feel like your mom is kind of like a busy body. Like she likes to be busy and active and she is. <laughs> and well, that's just like what I kind of sense from her. But um, sometimes your brain just works like that and, and yeah. it's better for you to be like that kind of person. But my dad, you know, he, 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 um, a lot, of, I always share about this because a lot of people don't imagine my dad being like this. Cause he was a biker dude, you know, he, he had yeah. tattoos and he was, he had a foul mouth and, you know, and all mm -hmm. this stuff. But at the end he, um, I'm not going to say he became a Buddhist, but he was going to the Buddhist temple every weekend and maybe a couple of times a week. And, uh, meditating and um, finally, you know, but when I was growing up, I was having intuitive things happen to me. And I'd say, dad, I just met, I call him in the middle of the night. Like I'd be out with my friends. I'm like, dad, I had this um, friend, my boyfriend's friend, he just came over and he was about to tell me we, they were talking about celebrity sightings. And he's, he said he was about to tell a story and I saw the whole story flash between my eyes. Like oh my I saw him at, Oh, you, did you see him at this gas station where you, you in this car and this person came and this, and you were, and I looked up at the pump and I saw the pump number five. I mean, it was like the whole thing flat. And he was, and he looked at me and he said, I must've met you before. I don't, I don't. And I, and I'm like, Hey, have I met him before? And my, my boyfriend's like, no, that was weird. And I was like, yeah, that was weird. And I went inside and I called my dad and I was like, dad, <laughs> this just happened to me. And he's like, I have some books for you. And he um, guided me to um, Robert Monroe and yeah. Robert Monroe. He actually has Robert Monroe Institute in, um, in San Francisco now, but it's a uh, Robert Monroe was back in the day. He wrote diaries of like things that he would do, like he'd meditate and then, or he, he, his thing was out of body experiences. Yeah. And my dad had had a few out of body experiences that he told me about and um um while he was sort of in and out of sleep and leaving his body and he remembers everything that happened and um Robert Monroe talks about that and his diary is all about like leaving his body con continuously consciously knowing he's leaving his body and they test him these people or institute test him and they like would write a number on a piece of paper in the other room and he'd go in the other room out of his body and say what the number is and come back. And yeah, all that stuff kind of like tr trips me out. I, I think that we all have out-of-body experiences, but this was very um, methodical. And he wrote a whole, he wrote books on it. Journeys Out of the Body is one of the books. That's cool. I'll have to pick those up. I didn't know that. That's really neat. So one of his, I, one of his things is listening to music meditation and a certain type of meditation music. And a lot of it has dolphin sounds and really? sounds in the music so you can go online and buy the music it's crazy oh, it's like crazy. so cool right I know well and like dolphins and whales they show up a lot in like mystical experiences right. and yeah that's well documented or that's very like in like metaphysical it's like oh yeah they're like keepers of what have you like you know so that it makes sense you know yeah <laughs> Cool. So yeah, my dad first told me about that. And I, and I do feel like the more I talk to other psychics that are, you know, gifted and maybe not doing that for their work, but it runs in the family usually. Yeah. It's from my dad's family too. Cause my oh. dad always has vivid dreams that he can control and oh. has always had like prophetic dreams where I like barely have, I have them once in a while, but he's like, has I remember he and my stepmom separated and were divorced for a while and then he had a really vivid dream of a voice telling him to reconcile at some point they got back together oh. and by the way they're both nine life paths or they, they both have nine strongly in their chart oh and I, as is my mom and anyone who's listening nine in numerology is like there's this really strong emphasis on clearing up things from other lifetimes whoa yeah and <laughs> so so Okay. <laughs> just like you can go and it has a really, um, it has a really strong spiritual connotation. And often um, a lot of like the famous psychic mediums, like John Holland, James Bond, Frog, Lisa Williams, my numerology mentor, a long time, my old numerology mentor, a long time ago, told me about this are all my life ads. So am I. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and it like threw me out the other day when I asked you, I'm like, yeah. what's your night life yeah. yeah. And like, you know, every number can be psychic, but nine just tends to, um, gravitate toward like bigger audiences and like stages and that kind of thing because it's a uh, so I just anyway that's my tangent there but like my grandma had a death experience I remember asking her about it when I was little um you know she like went to the other side and 
just like everything was beyond color and all this stuff. And I was like seven years old and I was like, I can't say Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Tell me what it's like on the other side. I listen to those things on YouTube, the heaven awaits channel. I'm always like listening to that. <laughs> I just always been interested. Just like oh, yeah. always had a stronghold on me. Like that that movie um with Robin Williams. Um oh with, my god. Yeah, like make me ball my eyes out that movie. What is it called again? Oh god. I think it's what dreams may come. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that was even about like reincarnation and stuff. And like, you yeah. know, at the time I was like very Lutheran. I was like an eight-year-old, like strong yeah. Lutheran <laughs> watching it. But now I'm like, oh my God, like there's a lot yeah. of that movie. God, I know. And I kind of want to watch it again just to like, because I haven't watched it since Mm -hmm. I became a medium. I mean, since I started doing this full time, you know? Yeah. So amazing. Wow. Um, And ironic that Robin Williams is in there. And, you know. He's a nine life bath, by the way, too. Oh, he is? Okay. So, you know, I I always thought he was very special. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, in a way, I sort of want to talk about this because I don't know, I don't know what you think. I've never asked, I don't know if I've ever asked you about suicide, but how the debunking of suicide in the medium world is not necessarily a, you know, um, you're not going to go to hell. They're not in hell. There's not a, like, what do you think about what is, I mean, if, yeah, I know it's kind of like a touchy subject for people, but I just, you know, there are a lot of people that I know that have committed suicide and, yeah I like um I just think there's no judgment I mean I just I just know I know there's no judgment exactly and I do and I I I have seen in my experience in the records and other mediumship experiences is that sometimes it's just like when like maybe oh gosh maybe they change their mind right before, you know, sometimes they decide to do a U-turn and come right back. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're free of their, um, their mind, their um, maybe, and, you know, a lot of people who have bipolar or um, schizophrenia, whatever, that's, that's a, that's a body garment thing, not a soul thing. Right. And so they have become free in a way. And so I, I do feel like sometimes that's the case. And, um, you know, I really, it's, it's hard sometimes to bring up this subject, I think, cause I feel like, and I don't even, I didn't even plan on like talking about it or anything, but, um, it's just almost like, um, when I see the person who's lost that person to suicide, say they just can't get over the fact that they don't know if they're okay. Yeah. And then you see them come through like light as day, like happy and joyous and, you know, it's different. Yeah. And like in the, I believe this, like I say psychic all the time, but in the quantum field, I think everything is possible. And and that's humans do have free will. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So there's a lot of, yeah, I'm just like, there's no hard set fast rules for like, the, okay. the more I learn, it's like, there's just not, it's like when I remember first starting, I'm like, how does the universe work? You want one rigid thing for how it all works. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, everything is love. There's no judgment. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. After that, it's like, so have you ever had any experiences? So like, again, I'm like, mediumship isn't my main thing, but have you had yeah. any experiences with like, uh, I don't know, like earthbound energy? Like, does anyone stick around? Yeah. Or like, oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I am like so good at earthbound dark spirits. Like yeah. I've been really... I feel like over and over and over I've been trained in my mind. I've been trained by people, but even they were like, you can't, you know, talk to them. You can't even go there. And I'm like, okay, I can talk to them because I have my back. So I have people that got my back and those people are Archangel Michael. You know, I've got like Jesus. I've got like all these people, you know, right? and my spirit guides and their, their angels and ancestors or whatever. And sometimes I just have, sometimes the angels, they don't want to go with the angels because they maybe didn't believe in God or whatever, but yeah. And so the spirit will say, and, and I'll have to say, Hey, is anybody over there that loves this person or this spirit, please come and get them. And then when they see somebody they recognize, then that person can kind of guide them through. And, um, and I just give them a little space after that. I don't really have conversations or, or, but I can tell if they're earthbound, like, yeah. 
and I because everything's dreary, everything's it's still a worry. Like the spirits that are crossed over are like more enlightened. It's like a it's like there's a more of a light at that I kind of and like yeah, I I just feel like they have like a different perspective or like or apologizing for something like you know because I remember you know like let's say I'm like reading for someone and. All right, let's say let's say I've done meeting show, but I, I I remember reading for someone, and I just remember like it was like I was like, <laughs> you know, like when it just spirit connects so strongly that you feel like you are slammed. Like I just felt like I was like, and like in this, all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, I, there's no doubt that I'm connected because I'm just like this is so vivid and like yeah. recliner and smelling all these like stale beer bottles, and like you know, and I was like, oh, there's and they're like, yeah, you know, I just yeah, it's always yeah. <laughs> so. the, alcohol, the alcohol smell that stale alcohol smell you're like ooh, that's still around or or like I I notice like when it comes mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like okay did this person drink beer or alcohol or whatever and then you're asking they're like yes that's like, exactly okay. and then usually that smell will just go away but if they're yes. earthbound that shit will stay around oh. like for a while <laughs> it'll yeah. just and I'm like uh-uh now, now it's time to go. I mean, just, you know? <laughs> and, um, yeah, we're just going to do our thing and then, um, and then send them off to the light or wherever they need to go, but not in my house. <laughs> I wonder in, uh, now that I'm, I'm, I've kind of fallen off the wagon this past week, but in my, um, I'm in this, that sorcery of uh, Hakate class, oh, yeah. working with that goddess and like, yes, underworld. Like, so she's, so she always has spirits with her that are not, um, that are kind of falling around or not crossed over. So she helps, you know, like cross spirits over. So oh, and that's, can you say that out loud? Like who, who she is? Hikate. Yeah. 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 So, um, I just, so I'm in my seven personal year in numerology. So I'm like, you know, this is like, it's, it's a year of like learning, going within spirituality and like, so I was like, I'm going to do things just for me. Mm-hmm. And I've, I have been feeling really called more to like magic in the past year or so. And like more, you know, like, even if it's just like manifesting something or like, you know, at my altar and like that, kind of, that's been kind of getting more, uh, getting stronger. And um, I've been really interested in the goddess Hecate or Hecate, you can pronounce it both ways over like the past year or so. And um, I'm still learning more about her, like, yeah. really complex. Um, but I just, I found this teacher that was really well recommended and it, it I didn't know what I was like signing up for, honestly, but I was like, I feel like I need to take it. And <laughs> it's, uh, it's this class where you're, you're learning sorcery, you're learning magic and working with, with, with this goddess. And she's the goddess of, um, of the underworld. She's the goddess of magic. She's the goddess of the crossroads. So like, if you're, you know, at a crossroads in your life, which is why I think it was drawn to her in the first place, is sort of like, because she guides you with her, with her twin torches through these various kind of crossroads in your life. So um, and I think I have other lifetimes with her is why I felt like there was a strong connection. So, um, I, you know, so I have like a separate practice that I'm doing. of just connecting more and feeling her energy. So I just, yeah. you know, going beyond, I think just like spirit guides and angels. It's like, oh, there's this like, like whole like, yeah. you know, <laughs> do you feel like more you pay attention to her and this is like any spirit guide in general, right? Like yeah. ISIS or like Gandhi or whoever, if you're paying more attention to that, I like ideology or whatever, the, yeah. the spirit guide that they come more alive. It's just like yeah. the power of Jesus Christ, the power of, you know, and you're, you know, people are really, and then she's now she's coming alive. And you said something to me the other day about the moon. So is she connect? She's connected yeah. to the moon, right? Yes. She's connected, okay. especially the new moon, like the dark moon. Um, oh. like liminal spaces in the endless sort of space of the universe. Um, and um, yeah, it's just, I don't fully, I don't fully, I can't sum it up in a couple words, but I felt like this beginning of this year, I was in this cycle of like really letting go of a lot of stuff, transforming on an inner level. And she's very much about that, like cool deep transformation. So I was like, I think I need to work with her. And regardless of whether I logically know what I'm doing, I feel like I need to needed to be working with this energy so it's been feeling good to like good. spirituality and you know I have my altar to her which is like much like like I, I, I have my friend go in my room where I have both my altars one altar is like my spirit guides and that's where I spend most of my time like if I'm doing an intuitive reading it's at my altar and just helps me connect and some so, so feel so positive Aww. and then 
the other one it's just like more intense and like and that's that's her stuff and he's like I don't want to go over there and I'm like it's good that's my <laughs> you don't yeah you're good you, don't, you can go hang out on the other altar if you want <laughs> something so <laughs> what I mean what other spirit guides do you work with do you know who you're working like what what can you talk about that a little bit because I know people are like what do you work with what kind of spirit yeah. guides yeah um I have like a couple different ones that I just feel like their energies like um I mean a couple archangels like I was calling Michael and Metatron lately too because like the, in the records like yes. I imagine like the the my God, the Merkaba, my heart, like spinning. Yes. And I just, that's because I remember you, you telling me that he's like, you can just spin the Merkaba, your heart and imagine connecting and then grounding. So that's how oh, I do it. I don't remember saying that. It's so funny. I know that's just like channeling though. It's like, I know. Yeah. So, um, so I work with like those and then I have like my, um, probably like my star guides, like mm. they're like, and they've, they've shown it for you plenty of times too, where they're very connected to like, they feel more connected. I don't know. There's like something with, I still haven't figured out all my stuff and how it all connects, I think, but like, they're yeah. connected to but also just like that kind of, and it's not that I'm channeling my guides in an astrology reading that I know of. Is that yeah. separate for me? It's like, you know, keep it clean. You know what I mean? But yeah, totally. I feel like they help me with that. And then um, there are a couple, like, I feel like I have some fairy guides that are more about like my personal well-being. Oh, totally. I could totally, <laughs> your plant stuff, like yes. all your plants that you love yes. to have around you. Yeah. Well, and like, I remember like once it was like last year, I was like super broke. I think in time and I was like between like clients or checks or something. And I was like, I need to like wait for like a week before I can, like get my hair cut. And like, and they were basically just like the hell you are. Like, you're going to go look hot. Like this is your, cause I remember like meditating and was like I'm just gonna ask my god and I was thinking it'd be like uh you know my god blah, 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 like love and light and they came through and they were like no get a haircut you you look like a hot mess and I was like it's important to take care of yourself and I was like okay <laughs> so off I go <laughs> yeah and I was like and I feel like sometimes your guides are there are different aspects of you or they represent different parts of you because they're like the sassy like like you need to, you know, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Oh, oh my gosh. I find that too with my clients. Like sometimes I get in the records and I'm like, Ooh, you're sassy. Just like your, like your uh, I'm reading. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Sorry, but my guides can be really sarcastic. They're like, well, yeah, duh. Like that kind of answer. And I was like, <laughs> so, and I have, um, I think some ancestor energy. Like I know my grandpa's around me a lot and like, um, and then recently, um, like Picate and readings. Um, and then my, I, I just, it's like a combination. It's just like whoever yeah. needs to, especially in the Akashic records, it's like, I just call on my guides and I have, like, I ask one of the archangels to be in charge and that's, and then it's like, great. They speak to me as a collective. Yep. I want to individually call on one of them. Their answer is different. Mm. They're like different perspectives. Like Picate's perspective is I remember someone asking me about a relationship and I was like really the first time I felt comfortable bringing Hikate into the reading, into the Akasha reading. And um, she was like, I just, you know, kind of thing, we we'll make it back together. And I brought her in Hikate was like, absolutely not. That is not for your eyes. <laughs> so I was like, okay, when I need like a firm, like yes or no, I think I'll be asking Hikate a little bit more. Yeah. It's so interesting too, like, I love that, that we can like receive information about ourselves, but a lot of times I need you or you need me, or like, we're like, kind of like muddled or whatever, we're like, we're maybe overworked or just like, you know, yeah. and then, um, I have to be careful too, sometimes with my clients, like, I'm sure you have this like, experience too, is like, they're like really stuck on staying at this job mm -hmm. and and they're, and I'm like getting, mm, this is bad. This is really bad, but they just are stuck on it. And I'm like, oh, they're not ready to hear. So sometimes I just, I say, look, if you're when, if, and when you become ready, it's available to you. If you want to move, like if you want to move out of that job. So it's like wording it right. You know how they're like, um, they can still receive it, but sometimes like that's where astrology can come into. Oh, it's, that's it's like the timing will line up. So yeah. 
specifically that you were forced out of that job or something like that. Makes so much sense. Like, hey, there's a, this big conspiracy, there's this big uh, like collection of energies. It's like, boom, boom, boom. There's like, no way you're staying in this job or something like that. You know, like, oh, there's an eclipse in your sixth house of work and it's hitting your ruler of the bot. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> sometimes I'm like, and so, so, so sometimes I'll like, if you have a client like that and then I might look at the chart, I'm like, oh yeah, there's a big Neptune transit. They're confused. They're very confused right now and foggy. Yeah. Cause Neptune is kind of dreamy, right? It's sort of yeah. like, yeah yeah it can be fun but also just like uh, well we need to be here on this planet because Neptune is like the other realms and divine and oh yeah yeah ruled ruled from Pisces right or Pisces ruled by Neptune or how does that work um so in modern astrology Neptune rules Pisces but in ancient astrology Jupiter rules Pisces so I use the ancient rulerships got it okay but, but there's definitely there's nonetheless a connection between that there's, there's an affinity between the sign of Pisces and the dreaminess of, of, of Neptune. So I still think it's important, but I yeah. wouldn't be cooler in the in astrology. Okay. Well, I found your readings to be very accurate. So I'm going to go with ancient. <laughs> um, thank you so much. I know I like literally you and I could like sit here for a whole entire weekend and just like talk about all of our <laughs> and do all the things. Um, thank you for taking your time out to do this with me. And then, um, so you offer a couple of things, a year ahead numeral, or can you tell me a little bit like, and then we'll close it up? Yeah. So basically my current offerings right now are, um, I feel like I'm not that creative with my offerings. It was so creative with like specific things they do. I'm like, oh, I'm just kind of like do this. So uh, I have, you know, just like the Akashic slash intuitive reading. Um, and, uh, and, uh, and I also offer, you know, natal astrology. So like birth chart. Um, and or year ahead readings. Um, and I will say with the year ahead reading, I do use some numerology in that too. Um, but I do focus mainly on the astrology. Um, I would say, and I do have like a package if you're like, want to do all of it. I do have that package as well. Um, like you get like a little bit of a discount that way. Um, I think generally like the Akashic intuitive reading, sometimes it just depends what people go for, like what they're drawn to. Sometimes they're like, well, what's the difference? Like, and I was like, kind of like what you're really feeling i would say if you want specific timelines if you really want to know really really good picture of what's coming up in different pockets of really awesome energy and some pockets of like hey there's a, a possibly a leak in your house you know what i mean like that's the <laughs> <easy problem. laughs> you know and uh with the akashic intuitive stuff sometimes it's like um you know i just kind of want to generally kind of what's going on with them or how they can connect with their guides more or, you yeah. know lives and that kind of stuff where they just don't really they don't want to hear the astrology and they just want to like I just you know from a psychic and I'm like okay whatever you know yeah regardless you know yes yes well thank you and I I know that um I you know I'm this is all about like how we live our life and um spirit and everything and how we show up on earth you and I and like it's it's just so um it's just so nice. I always feel like so rejuvenated, even just like as a friend, when we talk, like you're always like so encouraging and like down to earth and like, you tell me what I need to hear. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> yes. And like, I just, I feel like just a mutual love for you. So, so I, I'm just so grateful you're in my life and, um, and now I get to share you with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you too. Thank you. And uh, it's, it's such a privilege because you're just such a talented and skilled, like spirit worker. And I'm just like, reading for me I'm just like, oh, so, um, so I think you for having me on I, I really quick I want to mention my website um oh, yeah. uh, dogstaroracle.com d-o-g-star-oracle.com I'm also on TikTok and Instagram same handle dogstaroracle if you want to book with me sometimes my schedule isn't always updated because I have another job too right now yeah and, um so please dm me or email me if you can't find what you're looking for you, you and I do like mini readings too. If you just have like one question, I do those yeah. as well. It's a little pricey because it's, it's, you know, it's, I spent a lot of time on them. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I have that. And then hopefully like astrology classes too. I'm thinking summertime is kind of probably when the timeline is going to line up for that yeah. more. So, but I really yeah, want definitely everyone keep an eye out for his classes that pop up occasionally because yeah psychic development classes, you're, you do those, you do like random 
spirit guide classes and meditations. And so just follow him. Inspired and you got to keep up because I got a lot of Gemini planets. So you may be following along. And if you're left behind, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a lot of Gemini planets in your chart? Um, Oh, you do. Mercury and Venus and Jupiter are all in Gemini and they're all like really close together. So it's just like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Keep on moving, baby. Yeah. Just keep moving. I know that's what we got to do. The action. I love that. I need to check out all my Gemini in my chart. I need to check that out. I'm rising Gemini, but I'm not sure if I have any. Um, I don't think you have anything else in Gemini. I just especially love how you have my chart memorized. So I think maybe Jupiter though. I think you do Oh yeah, right. I do have Jupiter and Gemini maybe. Yeah. Oh, I love you, Alex. So yeah, we'll talk soon. And um, thank you for coming. Thank you. Yes. Adios.